I'm coming to your cities. I recently did an event in New York. It was awesome. I loved bringing real couples up on stage. We had no idea what was going to happen. The crowd loved it. I was sharing real numbers. It was a blast. And I want to do it again. I'm looking to coach couples on stage at my next two live events, one in Philly on June 1st, one in Boston on June 4th. If you and your partner want help connecting over money, you want to solve a big financial challenge you have, please apply at iwt.com slash live coaching. If you and your partner struggle to come up with a shared vision of your rich life, if you have different priorities about spending and saving, if you just can't get on the same page financially, I would love to coach you live on stage in your city. It is free of charge. You can apply at iwt.com slash live coaching. I'll see you in Boston and Philly. You know, money doesn't have to be boring. I get a lot of questions of people who have set up their accounts, who have money being saved, and they're like, what now? What's next? How am I supposed to design my rich life? That is why I created the journal. The journal is something you can do either on your own or with a partner. Imagine yourself 15 minutes in the morning, you have a cup of steaming tea, and you're sitting down following the prompts that help you envision what your rich life is. What's your perfect week? What's your perfect month, year? This journal is designed as a no numbers journal. It's not technical, but it's going to help you understand what you truly value and also what you don't care about. I recommend you pick up a copy of this journal. You can do it solo or with a partner and it will help you design your rich life. Get it at any bookstore now. Oh, well, I don't know if you know, I end up quitting my job. Yeah, I remember. So you went full time as an influencer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been rough. Going from getting paid every week to not getting paid every week, not getting paid every month, not mm. getting paid every three months sometimes has kicked my ass, if I can say ass. I think I went from like September to, no, probably like August to November with no deals. Ooh. When did you start getting worried? If, you, if I'm being quite honest, I'm still worried today. If I'm being very honest with you. Keep in mind now, bills don't stop. So things are still, my life is still moving. I'm still, my rent is still coming out every month. So what's happening now is I went through the deals that I did have. I've spent that money on bills. I've paid down some debt. And now I'm pulling out of my savings to live. I was like, you literally quit your job to do this and this is not working out for you have made the dumbest decision of your life how much longer can you go <sighs> not long today you're going to hear my follow-up with frank from my netflix show how to get rich so if you haven't already finished the entire series go do that right now this is my one and only spoiler alert now, Frank left his job as a full-time social worker to become a full-time social media influencer. Let's find out how he's doing a year after the show was filmed. And as a quick reminder, you can listen to this on any podcast platform and you can watch on YouTube so you can see Frank's eye contact and body language, which is quite revealing in today's conversation. Let's get into it. Frank, don't feel me. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, but I can barely hear you. Oh, I knew it. Oh, this is not good. Can you get a uh, headphones that are uh, plugged? So I'm supposed to be at home. 
No, I can I can't hear the music, but I just can't hear you hardly at all. It's really muffled. Let's do it when we can get this right. Get home, do your thing. Let's reschedule it for okay. that sometime. Yeah, I know, but we got to do it tight. So will you be flexible with my team so we can get you on the calendar? Uh-huh. When do you okay. think you're, when do you think you're gonna want it this? When do you think we gotta do it this week? Uh soon. If not, th- yeah, I don't know. I'll leave it to them, but soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll get back in touch. And then I do want to connect. I mean, I, I obviously want to know everything about what's going on. I'm excited to hear it. Uh, but let's okay. save it so we're, we're rolling. You know, Frank didn't really come prepared to talk. He was sitting in the back of a noisy cafe. So I suggested that. We wait until he was in a better situation so we could hear each other. As you listen today, I want you to notice how that presentation, that lack of preparation was indicative of some of the ways that Frank treats his money. Let's go on to the next conversation we had where he was in a quieter place. Yes, Frank, how you doing? Great, how are you? Oh, you look great and you sound great. Thank you. Oh, great. Thanks. This is so awesome. I've been following you on social since we talked last, and I have so much to catch up on. Yes, you do. Uh, So the last time we talked in person was in your garage, Mm. and we had had a long day filming. And I mean, it was great. I always have a great time talking to you. We chatted a little bit here Mm -hmm. and there. But I want to know just overall, how are things going? Tell me the good. Tell me the bad. Tell me everything. Oh, well, I don't know if you know. I end up quitting my job. Yeah, I remember. So you went full-time as an influencer. Yes. I've worked with some amazing brands, Panera Bread, McDonald's. I went to New York on Wednesday because they wanted me to fin- They wanted me to do a review on a new show that was coming out. Uh, so getting paid to do stuff like that is kind of like... Wait, you want me to just come to New York and just do a review and you're going to pay me for it? Uh, so it's it's amazing. I need to basically, after this show comes out, I think we have to do what we did again mm-hmm. because I am in a totally different financial situation than I was in. But I feel like trying to reapply to this new lifestyle as an entrepreneur has been hard as H-E double hockey stick. Going from getting paid every week to... Not getting paid every week, not getting paid every month, not mm. getting paid every three months sometimes has kicked my ass, if I can say ass. Wow. Yeah, you can say anything you want. Yeah, it's it's been rough. Like, so rough that I was about to call you and be like, Ramid, yeah. I need you to tell me that entrepreneurship, it, like, it's okay, like, the, what you're going through. Because yeah. I, don't have a, I don't have a lot of friends uh... that are in that space where, you know, I could get a... Perfect example. I got paid. I'm going to get paid $4,000 from what I did just to go to New York. Okay. I won't see that money for 60 days, though. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's like, and then you got you to gotta hold taxes back yeah. and all that stuff. Yep. It, well, listen, first of all, you can call me anytime, right? Hit me up anytime, any questions you have, anything. It doesn't matter. Being an entrepreneur for the first time, especially if you don't have people around you, it's like you feel up one day. You feel super down another day, and you're not even sure if that's normal. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been rough. Let's talk about the numbers for a second. So back then, you had a full time job. 
Mm-hmm. And you were doing some influencer work on the side. I was making like six thousand, probably like I think around six thousand a month. Six thousand a month. That was your salary, and then you had some extra on top once in a while. Okay, yeah. so you went from six thousand consistently to zero when you first went full time as an influencer. What was happening with the money back then? When I decided to quit, I had a deal with um, McDonald's that was a five figure deal, nice. and I was like, okay. This is this is this is my sign. Like I can do this. Like I'm about to quit. Uh, that was an eleven thousand dollar deal. Cool. That uh, was my first big deal like that. And I was like, okay, like I'm getting eleven thousand dollars. Like you know me. I went out to party. <laughs> what? what? Hold on. Uh, how are your friends doing? The ones from brunch. God, I love that. That was amazing. They're great. They're, yeah. They're, they're like, oh, it must be nice to not. They're still working, so they uh-huh. just they think my job now is just oh, must be nice. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Frank's okay. gallivanting around to New York. Frank's yeah. getting a check from McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. So all right, so uh-huh. you went out, partied a little bit. I get it. And what happened to that 11k? Oh, it went down. How fast? Fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of money come in and go out fast. I think what I'm what I what I started noticing in maybe October, I think I went from like September to no, probably like August to November with no deals. Ooh. When did you start getting worried? If you if I'm being quite honest, I'm still worried today. If I'm being very honest with you. Keep in mind now, bills don't stop. So things are still my life is still moving. I'm still my rent is still coming out every month. So what's happening now is I went through the deals that I did have. I've spent that money on bills. I've paid down some debt. And now I'm pulling out of my savings to live. So um, I think November, end of November, after I went through probably like the lowest point of my life where I didn't want to get out of bed because I was like, you literally quit your job to do this and this is not working out for you. For about a week, I was, I did not get, I did not want to get out of bed. I didn't want to get out of bed at all. Like I was literally like, you have made the dumbest decision of your life. You know, Frank already had a spending problem, which he openly admitted. But now that he's a full-time entrepreneur, he has to have a lot of skills that are not commonly talked about. And this is true whenever you go to a different phase of life. It can be moving into a house, it can be having children or getting a new job. You've got to develop new skills to handle the situation that you are now in. As an entrepreneur, he might have a $20,000 month and then he might go three months without making any income at all. As an entrepreneur, you've got to know how to spread your income out over these different months where your income might go up and down. Like I said, very few talk about this, but very few of us actually want to hear this either. If you're going to become an entrepreneur, probably the last thing you're thinking of is how do I manage my sporadic income? Most people just simply see something they want and they go after it without thinking about planning. But I like to plan. I like to plan for what can go right and also what can go wrong. So an $11,000 deal like Frank is mentioning seems like a lot of money, but when you put it in the context of being an entrepreneur, it's actually not that much. Listen as Frank talks more about his new business. 
If you ever follow me on Instagram, sometimes you'll see me post about my behind the scenes travel experiences, coffee tours, salsa making classes in Mexico, all kinds of culinary stuff in India. And I'll get a lot of people saying, where do I find that Kyoto notepad maker that you found? And one place you can find that is Viator. In fact, my wife and I use Viator to book a Segway tour where we took a tour of a new city and we had an amazing experience, something we never would have thought of doing on our own. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. And with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everybody. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real travel reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best travel activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. A few years ago, I was at a tea tasting in New York with one of my buddies. I thought it was going to be a normal tea tasting. Suddenly, six people from Japan come in. They pour basically three thimblefuls of tea and we taste it. I've never tasted anything like that. And they tell us if we were to buy that, just the three thimblefuls, it would be $75. Now, drop for drop, that's the most expensive thing I've ever had to drink. Not all of us have the time or the money to buy that specific tea from that specific mountainside in Japan. But what if you could capture that feeling of the care and the love, even the way that they served it to us? What if you could bring that to your home every morning? Well, I want to introduce you to one of our newest sponsors, Peak Tea. What makes Peak Tea special is that the tea is cold extracted using only wild harvested leaves from 250-year-old tea leaves. That makes the tea rich in minerals, and other beneficial compounds. Now, the greatest part is that peak tea is zero prep. There's no tea bag that you have to steep for the perfect amount of time. Peak dissolves in cold or hot water in seconds. It's already pre-measured, it's perfectly brewed, and it's perfect to take if you travel. My team's been trying peak tea, and they especially love the Pu'er green teas. For a limited time, get up to 15% off and a free quiver with 12 tea samples with my link, peaklife.com slash Ramit. That's P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. Um, I got a deal with Panera Bread. Okay. And it was for $8,000. Okay. And I was like, okay, I can, that, that's, 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 that's helping me. Then I got a deal with John. I'm a giant ambassador now at the grocery store up here. Uh, so I got to deal with them. And I was like, okay, okay. That's $8,000. This is $7,000. That's, that's, that's the momentum that I need in my head. Like, okay, you know, it's coming in slow. I still ain't got that money. Oh, really? That was last year. Whoa, why so slow? Uh, so brands pay you, uh, that, those deals were, because they're at the end of the year, calendar oh. year, they're on a net 60. Okay. It's not a net 60 from when you sign the contract, when you shoot the content. It's from net 60 from whatever day they receive and process the invoice. Whoa. So now, um, one I won't say the brand because it's a podcast, but one of the brands, it's been past net 60. It's like net 80. And I still have not got my money. Wait, wait, wait. Are we about to put this brand on blast? Why not? 
We don't have any, we have no minders, no nobody. It's just me and a well, few million so, people who are listening. Yeah, so it was, I see, the thing is, it's never really the brand. It's usually the part, the people in the middle. Okay, so don't, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Let's not, uh, you know what? I'll tell you offline, though. Okay, I know you will. And I love that you are the voice of reason in this conversation. I'm like, tell me, Frank, who is it? And you're like, hmm. So in terms of paying your bills right now, are you still drawing from savings? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about that. Because when we were shooting, you had got that money from winning the circle. So we talked a little bit about what to do with that 75K. How much of that money is left? Uh, 20 20K. All right. So went from 75 to 20. And where did that money go? Uh, my livelihood, bills. Uh, yeah. Taking out of my savings. I literally take out of my savings to pay myself. How much longer can you go? Not, not long. Yeah, not long. But see, the thing is, every time I'm Almost like, okay, I'm going back to work. Mm-hmm. A deal falls out the sky. Like, New York fell out the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, $4,000 to somebody else's may not be a lot of money, but to somebody, that that's a lot of money. So, like, things are happening, but they're not happening how I thought they would. And I think that's what um, stresses me out the most because it's like, every time, I swear, every time I go to my savings and I'm like, okay, I got to take some out of my savings, I hear me, I hear you in the back of my head and I'd be like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Listen, I'll send you one of my headshots going like this. Literally, I need You want to stick it on there? I need it. I'm going to put it on my wallpaper on my phone. Frank is what I call a believer. He believes that success is just one deal away. And believers use phrases like, it will all work out, or the universe will provide. In Frank's case, he actually loves these 0% balance transfers. He loves the fact that he's got to go out and find another deal quickly, make sure he can cover his expenses. And sometimes people even love net 60 because it gives them a purpose. And that chaos, which to other people would be intolerable, is to them familiar. But in my opinion, it's hard to become successful if you are constantly hustling and hoping that success is right around the corner. Believers almost never take my advice about consistent saving and low-cost long-term investing. You know why? Because it's simply too boring for them. Uh, A lot of days, if I'm being quite honest, I feel like I'm moving backwards. Well, hold on. So those bills that you were hiding from yourself on the wall? What happened to those? Uh, I mean, I still, I'm sure I got a few up there. I need to, I looked at my mail the other day and I was like, I need to open that mail. <laughs> Every time I look at the mail, I'm like, Wait a minute. it's you know. full again? No, it's not full, but okay. I literally have been storing things up. They're like, I know, I literally got a ticket two days ago and I thought about you. Frank, those tickets? Is this a <laughs> joke? I'm going to get me a bicycle. Listen, I've seen the craziest financial situations on the planet. I've seen it all. Nothing phases me. But when I saw how many tickets you had, I said, is this for real? And the tickets, you know, what was it? 2016, 2000, it was years ago. I said, Frank, is this for real? Yeah, I feel like that scene is going to be so funny. <laughs> the look on my face, you know, although everyone on the whole crew was dying because 
nobody knew. It was just me. I spotted out of the corner of my eye. And then the minute I said, hey, Frank, what's all that stuff over there? You got real quiet. I was like, what you doing now? Yeah. Business. <laughs> I talked to you about how I was, God told me to quit that job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't hit my year mark yet. I told myself I was going to give myself a year. And okay. if I didn't like it, I was going to go back to work. So you've been uh, full-time as an influencer for eight months. Mm-hmm. If you add up everything you've made so far, how much is it? Uh, from being an influencer? Mm-hmm. Hmm. As of now, I probably would say, if I had to guess, maybe between 35 and 45. Okay. So over the course of a year, Sounds like you're maybe making a little bit less than you used to make full time. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you need that number to be in order for you to decide whether to stick with it or not? What do I need it to be by the time July comes? Yeah. I think it would need, I would want it to be at least 75, 80. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 80, because mm-hmm. now you're paying some extra taxes that you weren't paying when you yeah. were full time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's going to make the decision pretty easy, right? Yeah. It's like, if the number's here, I'm on a good trajectory, keep going. If not, full-time job. And if you do a full-time job, could you still keep doing some influencer work? Yeah, because I think the jobs that I'm looking at now are influencer marketing jobs. Mm -hmm. I would basically be in the same industry, uh, working from home, remote, looking for for people like me to work on projects for brands. So yeah, I think I'm really good at content creating. I'm really good in this space. Um, but ideally I would, if I'm going back to a full-time job that requires me to be on somebody else's time from nine to five, I want it to be something that at least I enjoy. Yeah. Is it a money thing? Is it a feelings thing? What is it for you? Right now it's a feelings thing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I've been in a place where I was comfortable. I haven't been financially like wealthy, but I've been in a space where I was comfortable. Um, and I find myself Sometimes in this entrepreneur journey, I'm not like right now. I'm not comfortable, yeah. um, and I know that the even the money that I have in my hands now, I've been in worse financial situations than what I am in now. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to go back there. Yeah, and I know that I'm a, I'm turning thirty in April. I don't want to be in a space where I don't feel that comfort. Yeah. Um, life has already been hard enough for me. I can't, I can't make it harder You're for right. me than it has to be. You're I don't right. deserve that. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, a lot of people will, you know, try to be a content creator or things like that and not realize that this shit is hard. Sometimes the most valuable thing you can do is know when to quit. I have this program called Earnable. It helps you find an idea and start a business on the side. And in that program, we also talk about when to know if the idea is not going to work. So you can quit. That's because one of the worst things you can do is go what's called sideways, just completely flat, not failing abruptly, not succeeding dramatically, but just every day you wake up and you have to just keep hustling. It sucks. And that's why it's important to know when something is working and when to quit. If you're interested, I'll add a link to the Earnable program, which also includes coaching from me. I get tons of email every single day, and I want to give you a behind-the-scenes look at how I manage emails from my team, from my family, and from you. 
I use a piece of software called Superhuman. And this is an email software that I actually pay for out of my own pocket. It works with your existing email service like Gmail or Outlook. And let me share how it saves me over 10 hours a week. So here are a few things I love about it. First off, it splits my inbox into different streams. So my important emails come into one place. It's not cluttered with a bunch of subscriptions everywhere. Next, I use keyboard shortcuts. Unlike you barbarians who literally click and peck through every single email, U to mark it unread, S to star it, J or K to cycle through messages. I use keystrokes to schedule messages, like when I want to ask one of my coworkers a question, but I don't want to send them an email on a Saturday. Now, I can work through dozens of emails in minutes using this. And Superhuman just introduced an AI feature, which allows you to take a huge email with all these people chiming in and automatically summarize what's going on in a few bullet points. It'll even draft emails for you. So if you want to buy back your time, Superhuman is a no-brainer to me. It's something I spend my own money on, and I love it. Right now, all IWT listeners will get a free month of Superhuman. You can get started at superhuman.com slash Ramit. That's superhuman.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. I have a friend of mine who's always cold. She told me she and her partner have totally different temperatures when they sleep. She goes to bed in a flannel pajama. She's got extra blankets. Her partner's running hot. So now she recently started testing the pod cover from 8sleep, one of our sponsors. Before she goes to sleep, she gets on the app, cranks up the heat, and when she gets into bed at night, it's already warm and waiting for her. The pod cover by 8sleep fits on your bed like a fitted sheet, and it collects information. It has sensors The pod then uses that information to understand what you need to get better sleep. You can set it to heat up or cool down before you get into bed. It also adjusts while you sleep. And you can set it to change temperatures to gently wake you up in the morning. Best part, there are two zones. So if you run hot and your partner runs cold, you can each set your side of the bed to exactly how you want it. Improve the way you sleep by using my link at 8sleep.com slash Ramit for $200 off plus free shipping on their high-tech pod three cover. That's 8sleep.com slash Ramit, E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T, for a better, smarter sleep. What's up with your expenses? When we talked, you were living in a very inexpensive apartment, which I said, do not move. Do you still live there? Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. My man. Okay. I, I told myself this was my deal. And okay. I, when I did this, I said, Ramit's going to be proud of me for this. I said, if I'm going, I said, I'm either going to quit my job and stay one more year in this place, or I'm going to keep my job and then I will be able to move. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't move. I yeah. sacrificed my living, but I do have good news. Tell me. So this, I have never heard of this happening, but. I'm a manifester and everything I said in my head, it happens. I literally told my friend one day, I said, I just create such great content that it would be so nice if an apartment complex would want me to create content for them and live for free. That's happening. What? Yes. Wait, what? Explain this to me. I've never even heard of this. Yeah. So apartment complex up here, it is, um, they're, they're tailoring to where people can live and create. Okay. Um, so they have musicians coming in. They have uh, a chef coming in, and they have a content creator coming in, and that content creator is me. Okay. Very creative. All right. I like hearing the creativity. 
When does that start? July. Oh, okay. And um, let's talk about the going out expenses. So has anything changed in terms of going out? Yeah, I don't go out as frequently. I don't go out. I used to go out three days in a weekend. I don't do that anymore. Um, I try to limit my spending to like $200. Luckily, I people know me and they always want to drink with me. So they yeah. buy drinks for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, but I don't do, that's not a consistent thing. I'm not out okay. every weekend anymore. I just, it it doesn't make me happy anymore. And it's it's a different seeing that money coming out of your account when you mm-hmm. giving it on alcohol and having a good time week after week after week. And your money isn't coming in like that. I was working. It was like, okay, like I got money coming in in two weeks or whatever. But now it's like, no, you just spent $300 out on Sunday and you ain't about to see $300 come into your account for maybe three months. Yeah. Realistic. I can't live like that. So every single thing has to be accounted for. And every single thing, I have to be accountable for how I spend. So, you know, if I'm going out spending $300, can you reasonably do that right now? And no, I can't. Not every weekend. Not maybe once or twice a month. Yeah. Because I'm going to go out. But can I do it how I used to do it? No. Wow. That won't get me to the point where I want to be. I want to be wealthy. You put yourself in a position where nobody's coming to save you. It's yeah. frank or that's it. Yeah. That really forces you to get honest and it forces you to get creative. This is an interesting point. Sometimes when you discover someone behaves peculiarly with money, you might discover that they have been enabled financially for decades. The most common example is someone who's had all their expenses covered by their spouse and they just don't know how to behave responsibly with money. I actually remember this interview with a famous actress who worked with a very famous actor and they asked her, what was it like to work with him? And she said, what would you be like if no one had ever told you no for the last 50 years. What Frank will later admit is that he has been enabled in a variety of ways. He was given money as a child, not taught how to use it. When he won The Circle on Netflix, he was enabled by this huge infusion of cash. He will even later explain that he felt his job enabled him because it was money in and money out, never having to really look at the line items of what he was spending. But something really interesting is happening here. Because he is now an entrepreneur, he has to look at how his money is flowing. He has to track where he's spending his money because if he doesn't track it, he doesn't have a job that's going to just pay him. He doesn't have more winnings coming from another TV show. He has to be in control. And in this way, a cloud has almost been lifted from his eyes, forcing him to get real about money. Incidentally, this is the only way you can get believers to change their behavior, and that is to pull the rug out from under them, because otherwise, they continue to be enabled and unrealistic with money. Talk to me about your debt. What's the state of your debt? Uh, nothing much has changed. Uh, I think that the student loan debt is still there. Of course, she is sitting very unpretty. Uh, what is it now? How much? It's like 169, 175. Is it growing? Yeah. No, I mean, no, because the thing, the it's it's on hold right now. So yep. the interest hasn't um started back. Um, but when it does, I think it starts back soon. I'm gonna 
start making payments to it. I okay. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, if I'm paying on it, it, I don't want it to get bigger. I need it to stay where it is. So I'm, I want to pay something. You need little, it to come down. Yeah. Okay. Significantly. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, that's that. I have about $9,000 left on my car. So I plan on paying that off really soon. When's that going to be done? Uh, I want to have it done by August. I really just want to get a contract and knock it out. Okay. Um, just because I don't, if I'm, if I go into it with the mindset that I won't be paying rent in July and I don't have a car note immediately after that, that's, that's a lot of money that I'm saving okay. um, every month. So I want to go ahead and knock that out. Uh, credit card debt is not significant because I don't, that's another big thing I learned this, in this journey. I was doing so great with my credit cards because I was making a paycheck every two weeks. Yes. Nobody told me how difficult it is to pay off credit card debt when you don't get paid. Yeah. And it goes up. Yes. So that was a battle too. I think in the, right when I quit, I was used to, I had gotten used to, oh, I'm just going to put it on my credit card, blah, 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 and pay it off. But man, I think, I want to say it was like around that time where the contracts weren't coming in. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just using my credit card until I get a contract. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible idea. So I learned quickly. Yeah. Um, so I'm working on paying one down. I think the balance is like three. I think all, all I have like three cards. All of them are like $3,000 in total. Got to so get rid of those. Paying that down. Yeah. Um, and I'm when I pay them down, I don't want to use them unless yeah. it's just for an emergency. Good. Um, because it's it's just if I don't have it, I don't have it. And I don't need to be borrowing it from somebody else if I don't already have it. Notice the way he talks about paying off his car. He says, I really want to get a contract and knock that out. This is the episodic transactional view of money. The idea that there's one deal right around the corner that's going to enable me to pay off my debt or pay off my car or pay for that trip to Morocco or whatever. I would never talk about money this way. For me, if I had a car note that I owed money on, I would say I'm paying $450 a month. I know the exact month and year it's going to be paid off. Here's my interest rate, etc. It would be part of a system. There would be nothing left up to chance. This is a much more advanced way to look at money, where you make a plan, then you map it out, and you automate it. If you want to do this for your money, you can use my book, I Will Teach You to Be Rich, to set this up and then get on with your life. Today's episode is sponsored by Element, a very tasty electrolyte drink mix, and I want to read you a response that I got from one of our readers who started using Element recently. His name, D, he wrote, you convinced me to try Element, and I'm pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoy it. The magnesium is really helpful for managing headaches and getting quality sleep, but it tastes so much better than I was expecting given the salt factor. This will be my new go-to for workout recovery and the blistering Florida summer heat. Well, first off, I love hearing about your experiences with our sponsors on the podcast. I want to pick the very best sponsors for you, so keep your feedback coming, and thank you. Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. If you're sweating or feel dehydrated and you want to replace your electrolytes, consider Element. 
They have eight great flavors like citrus salt, watermelon salt, raspberry salt, and even lemon habanero. Right now, Element is offering eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash Ramit. Try it totally risk-free, and if you don't like it, they'll give you your money back, no questions asked. You have nothing to lose. This deal is only available through my link. Let me give it to you again, drinklmnt.com slash R-A-M-I-T. That's drinklmnt.com slash Ramit. If you are a business owner, listen up. As your business starts to grow, you and I both know what happens. Those things that you used to do manually start to break. They start to take up all your time and you decide, I'm gonna look for some automation. The things you used to do take a week, but how do you automate these things? Well, if this is you and you are in charge of your business, there are three numbers you should know. 36,000, 25, and one. 36,000, that's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. It streamlines accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. You can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. It's everything you need all in one place. And as you know, I like to see all my numbers in one place. That's exactly what NetSuite can help you do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at iwt.com slash NetSuite. That's iwt.com slash NetSuite N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E to get your own KPI checklist. IWT.com slash NetSuite. What are you most proud of from our work together? I'm proud that I learned that it's okay to talk about money. But now I'm very comfortable not only having those conversations with you, I have those conversations with my friends. We talk about money. Um, I just had a very in-depth conversation with a friend about money. Um, and I I had to basically tell her that I was giving her advice about money. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but yeah, I was just basically telling her, I was like, you know, the things that you're struggling to pay your rent, but you, she wants to come up here for my birthday. And I said, those things don't, I understand you want to support me and you want to have a good time. But that may not be a good idea if you're struggling with your basic needs. And I think, you know, we're all, we're friends because we all go through some of the same challenges. And it never was a person to be like, oh, the old me, I would have been like, girl, fuck that rent and come on over here and have a good time. You can pay them rents when you get better. Now it's like, no, like we're getting older. We have to really say what's important, what's vital. What do I need to do to make sure that I'm self-sufficient? And that's not you coming up here when you're, you have some things at home you need to take care of. So it's almost like you put on a new pair of lenses and you're looking at the same world in a totally different way. Yeah. When you signed up to do this show and when you heard that somebody was going to come knocking on your door and talk to you about money, what did you think this was going to be? 
I'm not really going to learn a whole bunch. And I'm not, I didn't think that you would really care to be that invested into my success. Well, I really think that, you know, you really want everybody you work with and everybody that reads your books and come, in, come across your content, you want everybody to, you know, experience a, a rich life. Yeah. And I think we all can. Um, so I think that was probably the biggest thing. I didn't think you were going to be really that invested. Yeah. Um, I thought you was just going to be like, okay, we're filming a few scenes. Like, here's the book. Do what you got to do. We showing up to do this and bye. It was, it was, it, I definitely don't feel that way. I feel like you are definitely the person where it's like, like I said, you're in the back of my head all the time. Like, what will Ramit do? Good. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, one of the reasons that I did this show and that sometimes I would get upset or I would get super happy. It was all over the place for me too, is that I do get invested. I'm talking to you, I'm meeting your friends and hearing about your family situation. Of course I get invested. And so that's why I want you to know, it's not just right now that we're talking, but you should text me, DM me anytime. It means a lot for me. Well, I will, because I got a little idea, and I think you're the only person that can help me. Okay. All right. I remember that one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you and that I was really excited to meet you was, first, I looked at your finances while I was sitting in LA. And I remember going, this guy likes to have fun. You know, He likes to have a good time. And I like that. I like people who spend on the things they love. So I was like, I got to meet Frank. That's all I knew about you, is your spending and your name. That's it. And then... When we met, I was like, oh, okay. It's this kind of place. Got it. Got it. I get it. And your friends were awesome. And it actually taught me a lot about who you were to be able to see you in that dynamic with your friends. Yeah, I just think your story has been incredible. And I was just excited to get a chance to meet you because I know you said, I don't want to repeat this generational lesson that I've learned. Mm-hmm. And I want to change it. And, and I was excited to be able to help you do that. Yeah, you did. I think the biggest thing that I've learned in all of this is that you will always find yourself in having issues with your finances if you don't change the way you think. Yeah. All the way around. Like even like how you spend, how you negotiate, what you do with your money. If I get, you know, how I'm investing my money. I think I'm growing. I'm getting to that point now where it's like, okay, it's been it's been like eight months yeah. and you're not perfect at it, but you're waking up every day. Now you're figuring it out. And that's all I can do. Becoming more knowledgeable about just what I want to feel and what I deserve to feel. And the way I look at it is you've put yourself under a lot of pressure. <laughs> and I actually don't see that as a bad thing. I think that in the past you had money coming in and it allowed you to make some decisions that were not serving you. Mm-hmm. You're now under a lot of pressure. You've got like heat coming at you from every direction. And for me, I think that's a beautiful thing because it forces away all these layers of stuff you didn't need. And underneath, right at the center, is this beautiful diamond. Mm-hmm. And you're looking for that. That is the true you. And that diamond might look a certain way. It might do a certain thing. You don't know. But those pressures are making you change so that we can reveal who you really are. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I agree. Uh, I feel as if I am the closest 
to the person I'm supposed to be. Wow. I'm not there yet. Okay. But I feel, even despite what I've went through in these past eight months, I feel that all of it was necessary. I'm almost there. I feel like I'm on a journey and I'm through most of the darkness and the sun is about to come up really, really. Frank, it is so great to see you. We had so much fun together and I want to keep the conversation going. So anytime, reach out. I'm going to be watching. You know, I watch all your social. I love it. And um, I'm so excited for this show to come out and for everyone to see your story. So this is your first time on TV? Like this, yeah. Wow. It's yeah. going to be crazy. You're going to Well, lose. I got to get some advice from you. It, when I tell you, it's it's crazy. Tell me. Uh, what do I need to expect? Uh, I think a huge amount of gratitude uh, is the biggest thing I would say. Just, you know, I, I'm not sure where your path lies or where, yeah. where you thought you would be in the world. But to know that just your your voice and especially for you, like your knowledge of what you put so much time into um, is worth being on a, a national network for Forever. So you'll always have that. I think it's just, it's so amazing. I mean, even for me, like doing this a second time, just getting an opportunity like this, it's it's crazy because TV is big and not a lot of people get on TV. And yeah. it, it means a lot. So I, I say, take all of it in. Wow. I, I really appreciate that. I have asked a few people who are, have experience with this, what to expect. And nobody has quite said gratitude. And it actually feels really good to hear you say that. Yeah. I am thankful. And I'm glad you shared that with me. That was a lot of fun. I want to share a few lessons that I took away from my conversation, catch up with Frank just now. First, he's talking about money in a much savvier way than when we first met. He himself admitted that when he had a job, he was just seeing money come in and he wasn't really thinking about where it went out. Now, he's a lot more conscious about how much he's got left. So that's a good thing. He's more comfortable saying no to friends. That's a good thing. And he's aware. He's starting to make rules for himself. I think I'm going to apply for a full-time job in July. That's exactly what I want to see with people. I want people to develop a point of view about money and ultimately even some money rules. You can go to Google and search money rules, Ramit Sethi, and you'll see my 10 money rules. Those are my rules. You should create your own. On the other hand, Frank has not paid off any of his debt, which is over $150,000. And his winnings, which I believe, if I remember correctly, were about $150,000 and 75, have now dwindled down to 20K. So that's not good. This is a great lesson where sometimes people make impulsive decisions. And for becoming an entrepreneur, one of the things that I recommend to people in some of my earnable programs and things like that is before you jump full-time, create a rule for yourself. So it might be something like, I'm going to have three months of income before I quit my job and go full-time on this. In my case, it was, I'm going to make more from my business than my full-time job for three months in a row. That way I know it's not a fluke. What we're seeing with Frank is what doesn't get talked about a lot, which is you jump into this exciting entrepreneurship thing, but it doesn't quite work out and it becomes extremely stressful. While he's savvier talking about money, he's also really stressed out because there's a ticking clock on how long he can go doing this. 
And I don't want anyone to feel that way. I don't want you to have your back against the wall with money. That's a very unhealthy way to live. The last thing that I noticed about Frank is a lot of gratitude. He had it the first time we talked. He still has it now. And I just love that quality of him. In fact, when I asked him, what should I expect? Because he's been on Netflix before. I have not. His answer was about gratitude. And I think that's pretty special. So I'm wishing Frank the best. Personally, if it were up to me, although it's not, I would get a full-time job. I would keep doing the influencer work on top of a full-time job. I would take the extra money and directly start investing it. I would pay off that debt. I would do those both at the same time. And I would give myself a long-term horizon, meaning I don't need to pay off this debt in one year. It's going to take time. It took years to accumulate. It's going to take time to pay off. But I would get comfortable being patient because a rich life takes time to build. So that would be what I would do. Ultimately, it's up to Frank, and I will be following along as he makes his decisions. Thanks for listening to I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I'm Ramit Sethi. Please follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't read I Will Teach You To Be Rich, my book, pick up a copy. You can get it at any bookstore or any library, and it will show you the specific tactics for how to build the I Will Teach You To Be Rich system into your personal finances.